Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 281 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I hope this finds you full of hopefulness for what the future will bring. No matter what you're going through right now, just know that it can and it will get better because you create your life and if something isn't going as planned, you have the power to change your perspective on it. Now notice I didn't say the power to change it because sometimes that thing isn't going to change. Or maybe it doesn't even need to change. You just need to look at it in a way that empowers you. And that's easier said than done, I know. And it used to frustrate me to no end when I would hear that. But now I actively do it. And I've been doing it in my life so much that I know how powerful it is to realize that I can find a way to feel empowered even when things look bleak. That's our work. I I was listening to Michael Easter, the author of Comfort Crisis. That's a book I talked about that I love. It's so good. If you haven't read it, it's really, really good. But he was on Dr. Atiyah's podcast, and he was talking about how boredom is a lost art. I couldn't agree more. When do we have time to get bored anymore? (laughs) So we don't allow ourselves to be bored. Did you know that when you are bored, it's a good thing? Because it allows your brain to actually have the freedom to think and create from our own personal set of life experiences rather than what you're currently reading on social media or watching on Netflix. It also kind of gives your brain a much needed break. I liken it to to sort of sitting in a beautiful minimalistic space that has only neutral colors and no clutter. Just very serene. My brain rests so well in a space like that. Now, I have a friend that loves lots and lots of color and and pattern everywhere and chaos and and finds it very boring and uninspiring to be in a neutral space. She'd prefer to have lots of color and pattern. And that feels very chaotic to me. That's how I feel when I'm constantly taking in social media or constantly distracted. My brain can't rest in a space like that, just like my brain can't rest when I'm constantly filling it full of things from social media. For me, it's, I, mean, I cannot be creative either in a space like that, whereas a very neutral space allows my brain to rest, and our brain does need to rest. And I've realized that it's super easy for me to fall into distraction if I just allow myself to live from my primal brain. I've talked about this a lot. One of my distractions of choice is Twitter. And if you've been listening for a while, you know I struggle with it. But I've been doing a little test and I've noticed that my mood gets really low when I've spent a lot of time on there. Part of it's what I'm consuming on Twitter because most of it really isn't positive. But the other part is kind of being disgusted with myself for wasting time there. So, I mean, what is the draw? And then I was listening to Brooke Castillo's podcast and she was talking about how she realized it's super easy for her to get dragged into spending hours on Instagram. And she's had to start giving herself time limits even. But she also talked about how we have the choice of where we get our dopamine Think about that. We can choose where we get our dopamine. And the problem with dopamine coming from concentrated things like social media or donuts (laughs) is the brain gets so much pleasure immediately from it, it's hard for other things to compete. 
So spending time on Twitter, social media, and playing video games, that makes real life seem a little boring. Eating a diet full of sugar, like donuts and cake, can make eating a salad or clean protein seem a little boring and not taste so delicious. So it goes back to, do you want short-term concentrated pleasure that's going to make you feel like caca later and doesn't add anything to your success? Or do you want to take control of your life and choose intentionally where your dopamine comes from so that you have long-term pleasure and success? When are we going to realize that distractions like social media and TV shows and news, they're addictive by design and consuming them regularly, it just simply is not moving us forward. So I tried something this week, and it's something that I think is going to last. I wondered what would happen if I took a sabbatical from Twitter for a whole week. So that's what I did. So let me tell you, <laughs> it was good. The amount of time I spent on Twitter had to get used up in another way. So during that week, I found two new fabulous podcasts about nutrition for women and hormones. And then I also took the time to finish a book I'd started. I ordered two new books that really helped me discover some new areas that I hadn't thought about. It was really eye-opening for me. So much valuable time wasted on Twitter. And it's simply a distraction because I got so much more done. I mean, I was able to be intentional and present and not distracted. And I felt so much better. I mean, feeling better mentally and physically because those two are so closely tied. And the interesting thing to me is that by the second day, I was feeling so much better mentally that I didn't want to go back on it. And by the fifth day, I didn't even think about it. It happened that fast. So yeah, it's a little painful at first. You're kind of you kind of have that automatic. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get on Twitter. But then eventually, when you recognize how how much better you feel, you don't want to get back on it. And I really now I have no desire to get on it at all. It, must, it happened fast. There's a shocking statistic, it's shocking to me anyway, but did you know that studies now show that the average person spends 11 hours on technology a day? 11 hours. There's no way, you say. (laughs) But unfortunately, it's true. Now, that does include your computer, your iPad, so work, but it also includes your TV and your phone. But what are we missing out on in the physical world in front of us by being heads down in our phone all the time? I was waiting for my car to be fixed a few weeks ago, and there were five or six other people in the waiting room, and everyone was heads down in their phone, and I decided to just sit there to see how it felt and, like, if I could do it. It was a little weird, I got to say, but then I noticed there were some local magazines on the table, and so I thought, oh, I'll flip through them, and I actually came across a new little shop I didn't know existed, all because I chose to do something a little different and not go heads down on my phone. Noticing the world in front of us, being present with the people around us, and allowing ourselves to be bored once in a while, who knew these simple things would be so important to creating a life we want? So we spend so much time on things that are not moving us forward. All of those things we tell ourselves we don't have time for, whatever they are, we probably do. It's just that our brain would rather not go go through the discomfort of doing them when we can get a quick and easy dopamine hit from technology. My challenge for you this week is to notice when you tell yourself you don't have time to do something and really be honest with yourself. Do you not have time or would you simply rather get on your phone, your TV, or your computer because you're more excited by what's happening there than the idea of working on yourself or being present with your family or friends? When you do more of one, 
the other gets less desirable. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.